happening, friends? Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Glad everybody's here. I was reading a story this morning about America's number one simple pleasure. I'll go around the room in a second. Simple pleasures. But the number one simple pleasure is taking a minute and just listening to music. That is a very simple pleasure. For you, Amy, what is a simple pleasure? Something that people go, oh, wow, that's pretty simple. But you just, like you sit there and you go, ah, I like this. Bird watching. That's true. I don't know why I didn't see that one coming. (laughs) Doesn't cost anything. You just hang out. Yeah. Well, it costs bird food. If you want them to come to you. But you can watch for free. Sure, right? yes, You can walk right. in the woods and watch your eyes out. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mine is probably just having a smoothie. Mm. Pretty good. Simple. I love a smoothie. That My food groups would be smoothies, soup, cereal, and grab bag. Those would be my four <laughs> food groups. <laughs> but I love just sitting there and having a smoothie. My simple pleasure. Eddie? Lately, guys, I've been, I, I mean, I like fishing, and I usually go to the river to fish, but sometimes I just like putting the pole down and watching the river flow. Because mm. I, like, I would say fishing isn't that simple, right? but watching the river, Very simple, simple as it gets. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So you just hang out and watch the water ripple. I mean, it just ripples down and goes, and I wonder, like, where does that water go? And mm. just think, man. It's just a good, good, simple time. <laughs> Lunchbox, take a nap. <clears throat> yeah, I like Just closing your eyes, laying down on the couch, and falling asleep, best thing in the world. Raymundo, our audio producer? It's got to be two things. It's a shower and a beer. Shower beer. <laughs> so you take a shower and you ever and have drink it at the same beer? time? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that's cool. <laughs> you take showers and drink beer in the shower? Just one. You're not taking a sixer in there, but for those 30 <laughs> minutes, it's a great feeling. minutes But shower. you stand under. I would understand because I take a lot of baths, and baths was up on my list. I do wine bath. In, the, in wine? Now, that would be fancy. <laughs> Expensive, but <laughs> yes. nice. But so you drink water underneath the shower? Yeah. Does it get does the water get in the can? No, there's a way to strategically do it. The water hits your neck, the beer can hits your lips. It's doable. Mm-hmm. The shower beer. Yeah. Interesting. Morgan? <laughs> it's not a shower beer, but it's a warm, fresh cookie. When a cookie just comes right out of the oven and it makes me so happy. Melts in your mouth. Huh. <laughs> I wonder who's felt the oldest. Eddie's. Oh, Eddie's for sure. The, sure. the river flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eddie's felt the youngest. Ray's felt the craziest. A shower beer. That sounds like something on Shark Tank. Shark, here's what I have for you guys. <laughs> You'll never believe this. Show them, Gene. The shower beer. Um, okay, well, simple pleasures. Also on the list, the top five were watching a good TV show or movie, laughing at jokes, making someone smile, and getting some fresh air. I like all that. Here's the thing about air to me. It, it doesn't feel that fresh ever. It doesn't feel but that sour ever. If I'm in a room this stuffy, it's my fault. Huh? I don't ever. How's it your fault? I don't ever breathe it in and go, it's not that quality of air. <laughs> I think people just like to get outside and feel like yeah. there's, yes. there's yes. not walls around them yes. more than the air being fresh. That's, right. That's what it means. Yeah. Are you sure? Because some people yeah. are like, I need to get some fresh air. Yes, which means I need to step outside. It's not about the air? It's about the outside air. It's about not being inside and being outside. Bones, you go to L.A. You ever taken a big, deep breath out there? And like, <coughs> that's no. not that fresh. No? Okay. No. I can't. It's like actors. Sometimes I watch a movie and people be like, what a great acting performance or what a poor acting performance. I can tell the difference. For the most part, it's pretty good. Huh. I guess unless somebody, uh, I used to play, we used to play baseball in a town called Ashdown and they had a, a paper mill, smelled like farts all the time. Oh, yeah. And I knew that air wasn't fresh. (laughs) Other than that, that. though, I don't know the difference. 
It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My name is Jamie. I'm looking for some advice. My fiance and I have talked about future children, and he firmly believes that it should just be him and I in the delivery room. It should just be our moment. I've always pictured my mom being there with me. She's a nurse. She would make sure the baby and I are safe. She'd make sure that all the protocols are being followed. He isn't telling me no, but he's very unhappy that it won't just be him and I. Any advice? Thank you, Jamie. I've had no baby. I'm going to go ahead and remove myself from the situation until the very end. But Amy, you can go. Well, I neither. I have not given birth. I'm an adoptive mom. But I will say that I could picture myself being the one in the hospital bed, in a lot of pain, having to push a baby out of my body. And if my mom brings me comfort and the fact that she's also a nurse, which is a major bonus, then I would hope that my husband could get over it for a second and try to really understand why I want my mom in there. And yeah, he needs to get over it. Let's go to a (laughs) husband who has been in the room. Mm, Twice. Yes, Eddie. Yes, I've been in the delivery room twice. And let me tell you, these doctors and nurses that are in there, they know what they're doing. I don't think I need a third party in there to see if they know what they're doing. I trust them. They're fine. Typical husband jerk move. (laughs) Listen. Hold on. Let him talk. Okay. Let him talk. Continue. I mean, I don't see why we need another person in there. But the person's the mom. The mom. Sure. What? She's a nurse? Great. There's four nurses there, too, that do this every day. Also, her mom. I get it. But look. What if if in your situation, your wife's mom wanted to be in there? Right. I mean, nah, we're good. Oh, my gosh. I would be so annoyed. Let him talk. (laughs) He didn't interrupt you. Well, yeah, because, I mean, mine wasn't... (laughs) Was yours wasn't stupid? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> oh, Eddie, okay. please, please have your part. Yes, there's a special moment there between the the man and the woman. There, you're having a baby together. So the two people that should be in there is you two and the doctors and nurses that are supposed to be in there. Your mom, get out of here. This is our special moment. Can I say, Amy? To be fair, mm-hmm. he's at, he has been in the. Well, Eddie, how were both your children born? Cesarean, correct? Cesarean. Okay, yes. totally different. Really? I yes. If. They I both do, came out of the body. Yeah, That's all but I'm saying. you're not actually physically pushing. I'm saying if it ends and if she ends up in an operating room, then yeah, the mom might need not, not need to be there. But if it's a natural birth and she's having to like go through all of this and depending on how intense her labor is, I was in there for one of my sister's birth. I didn't see anything, but I stayed up top. That's weird. And it was cool to be able to be there and support her. <laughs> okay, so right now we're tied one to one. All yeah. right, Bones, come on. No, 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 I no. Mean, it's not me yet because I, I had a baby. So you, Steve. You yeah. just had two babies. Correct, yes. You're, how old are your kids? One of them is three. He was C-section. The other one is seven months. She was natural birth. So you, you heard the email, right? Yes. Where do you fall? Uh, I went with what my, what my wife wants, <laughs> and she wanted nobody in the room, just me and her, and that was it for both births. But you have to give them a hypothetical. Since but it's... here's the situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want... She wants her mom in there. He doesn't. Okay, well, it's whatever she wants. So, like, in my case, she didn't want to know one. So if she wants the mother in there, then I say you go with whatever she wants. Woo! She's, the one, she's the one birthing the child. You're there as support. So whatever she wants for support, you give her that. Bones, what if the husband wants his boys in there? That's not, that's like, different. Like, like, hey, that's hey, different. Babe, 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 look, not- it's our baby, babe. I want my boys in here, you know? <laughs> 
okay. they support him. Right. And they're right. like patting him on the back. Yeah, come like, on. Come on. Let's See, let everyone then. This is what we're dealing with. He's not even, this is ridiculous because you're not the one with your legs up pushing a baby out of your body. You're in there, you're wanting your boys there to be with you. That's totally different. Here's and, what I'd like to say. Because America's waiting for my opinion, obviously. Yes, they are. And let's just picture it. Caitlin's pregnant. She's in the delivery room. She wants her mom by her side. What do you tell her? I'll be in the waiting room then. You guys are cool, right? <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Okay. I don't want to. What do I want to do? She that? wants you and her mom. No, I, th- I thought she just wanted her mom. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm passing out those uh, gum cigars. Yeah. Those pink gums. <laughs> Here we go, boys. Um, like the 30s, 40s. Okay. My final judgment is she is having the baby, right? No, boy. Her feet are in the stirrups. Yes. Thank you. However. What? There's no however. She gets what she wants. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I have to go with Amy on this one. All right. <laughs> it's, I just feel like she's doing that work if she needs whatever assistance she needs, emotional, uh, psychological. Physical, whatever comfort. Mommy. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jamie, we're with you. Tell your husband to kick rocks, <laughs> but your mom's going to be there. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. That's right, friends. You too can be a part of this segment on this show. Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Thank you. I get very anxious when I fly. It's worse now than it's ever been. I don't know how to explain it because I fly a lot. But my heart just pounds in my neck and my chest. And I have to convince myself that it's the safest way to travel. It's just wild to think of that much metal up in the air and then i'm like can you believe we have airplanes that fly yeah it's pretty amazing it's amazing and you know the pilots in the cockpit going can you believe this is still working <laughs> you know they're talking to each other like john can you believe that we just pull this and this it goes in the air because i i can't explain it and amy's a pi- husband's a pilot and i ask him stuff all the time like tell me about turbulence and he's like well it's actually because it's the heat on the ground going up more than it is turbulence like just floating through the air up there it's like the, the earth is heated in all different ways because of the cloud covering the sun and and he goes and that's where turbulence comes from it's hot and cold coming up wow. from the sun didn't know that didn't know that either yeah did you know that yeah i mean i've heard him explain it a lot of times i don't remember everything that he says but i mean yeah he's not he's not like when he flies he's not like oh wow i can't believe this is happening there's <laughs> all time. he he can recite to you all the reasons and the physics and why it's actually happening and is he's fascinated by it too but it all makes sense like to me he assures me with like all of this makes perfect sense no, no i get it there's a lot of metal up there though, yeah you know? <laughs> a lot of metal mm-hmm. so yeah. statistically again air travel is the safest way to travel but here's what i have for you these this is the plane crash survival guide do you guys want it or- yeah. yes yep so even when accidents do happen, if an accident happens, survival rate is still over 95%. If you're ever in an air travel-related event, there are steps you can take to boost your odds of living to tell the tale. The key number to remember is 90 seconds. That's how long you've got to get out of the plane. Everything in your overhead bag is replaceable. You are not. You have 90 seconds to get out. Well, I mean, you can't, you can't get off the it's plane like, in cannot climb seconds. seats. Sorry, little kid. Sorry. Oh, wow. Sorry, old lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no, um, not the like unspoken rule. For of- 88 seconds, I'm saving lives. Huh. Okay. 89 and 90 to give me that one buffer. Ooh. I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm come on. Meemaw, come here. I'm looking at my clock, 71. All right, come on. Papa, come here. Oh, little Betty. Come here, little Betty. Get on my shoulder. 82 seconds. Gotta go. <laughs> That's me. Uh, fitness is key. Statistically, slender men have the best odds of surviving. Yes. If you've got a choice, always opt for bigger planes over puddle jumpers. More energy absorption means less deadly force if things go south. Huh. And it won't affect turbulence. Won't affect that plane as much because it's big. It's gonna. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like a speed bump in an 18-wheeler versus a Mini Cooper. Mm -hmm. You feel it more in the Mini Cooper. Having a seat within five rows of an exit door boosts your survival odds dramatically because you get your closer to the hold escape. Have an action plan. I ain't doing that. It's always like, okay, look at the car. Look at the, look at all your safety. <laughs> <laughs> you don't listen to them when they say Oh, I know. Even stuff. if I sit the exit row and you have to, like, repeat after me, like, I swear to take care of people. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're swearing uh, you in? <laughs> well, whatever. You have to say a verbal say yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think giving- you just go, okay. <laughs> Amy's raising her right hand. <laughs> But yes, you have to give a verbal yes. And I'm like, ooh, in my head, I'm like, oh, shoot, I hope nothing happens because I'm just going to defer to the guy next to me. Says, listen to the flight attendants. Don't be a jerk. Oh. <laughs> oh, yep. Because it, if for some reason your flight attendant is incapacitated, you have somebody else has to do it. I don't know what that means, but I watch the flight attendants. When, like, it's, when it's turbulence and they go, whoa, my, my woe goes into, oh, my God, we're yeah. dying. But if they're calm, you're calm, right? No, I'm still like calm, but oh. I get less calm. <laughs> but if we hit bumps, I'm starting. I'm looking around. Who am I going to eat uh, if this oh. thing goes into the Andes? No, yeah, crash in the mountains. Yeah. No, yeah, miracle in the Andes. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, no. I'm I don't not- care if we're landing in Albuquerque. I'm still going to eat somebody wow. if it's a crash. Wow. Yeah, we yeah. may only be down for like three hours at a small airport because there's an engine failure, but I'm about to eat somebody because <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, when problems happen, they mostly occur in the first three minutes of takeoff or during the eight minutes before landing. Okay. So they say don't be napping during takeoff time and keep your shoes on. If the oxygen mask drop, it is no joke. Brace position. Learn it, know it, live it. And don't get sucked into survival mode that makes you forget the people you came with, especially kids. That's yeah, for you, Bones. I, I don't, oh, gosh. Yeah, Mike D wrote this in pen <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> Bobby. Just for me. There you go. I think that stuff can help you if you're in a plane crash. Yeah. So what you do when the plane's taken off, you count to eight. No, you can, three minutes. You do three minutes and you're safe. And then the last 11 minutes, you put your timer back on. And if you don't die, you're good. All right, good. The birds are what freaks me out because a bird can get to an engine mm-hmm. and nobody has any control over it. Yeah, that. like Sully. Yeah. Those were goose. Exactly. Geese. And you whatever. know what? Here's what would have happened. I don't know that I would have escaped that plane as it landed on the water because I'd have been eating somebody. Oh, Why? right. I right, sank right. as I was <laughs> Already? <laughs> Immediately. Someone I go right to dead. it. Like, yeah. I swear right there. there are 150 it's people a, on here. I'm missing 10. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. We're sending all our love to Ashley Monroe, who revealed through an Instagram post that she has been diagnosed with a rare blood cancer. She is starting chemotherapy today. You can see her full optimistic post at bobbybones.com. Dirk Bentley released a new EP called Live from Tell You Ride. It features songs taken from his set at the Tell You Ride Bluegrass Festival. Here's the song Traveling Light featuring Larkin Poe. I'm traveling light. Eldridge talks about what his perfect day would look like. Switzerland is my favorite place. Um, and I would be riding a bike in the mountains in Switzerland. But since I've got the, the hills of Tennessee, I'll settle at that. But I think perfect day of that and then just connecting with family and uh, knowing that they're all right. And, and uh, I think that's kind of a good day for me. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. An Oregon man was able to save his sleeping wife 
from an approaching wildfire, and he wasn't even home at the time. Aaron Holsey saw flames racing toward their home over their ring camera from forever away. His wife, Sarah, was asleep, had no idea the fire was coming toward the house, but he used the camera's intercom to yell, Sarah, 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 to wake her up. She finally was like, huh, what is that noise? And then it was him on the intercom. She wouldn't answer the phone because you can't talk to a phone and yell at somebody. Mm-hmm. He's like, Sarah, Sarah. And so she was able to get up. She got out of the house. Unfortunately, the fire was uh, put put out, but after it burned a little bit of the home. Oh. But she but got out okay. in time. Yeah. yeah. Here's a clip of Sarah saying she never thought she'd hear a warning like that coming out of her speakers. But never in my wildest dreams would I ever think when I hear Sarah get out of the house, there's a huge fire coming up the hillside. Crazy, huh? Wow. This is not a ring camera endorsement, by the way. <laughs> no, it's but the they should It's commercial, but yeah. Yeah, come yeah, in handy. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's talk to Ruby, who is in Virginia. Hey, Ruby, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. So I wanted to comment or tell a story about getting uh, potentially getting scammed this weekend. On Friday afternoon, I get a call from the Capital U.S. That's the name on my um, phone when I picked up. And it's a robotic recording that says my social security number is suspended due to fraudulent activity. So I'm connected to a rep, and of course, I'm super concerned. And when he gets on, I act like I'm on the verge of tears, you know, just completely over the top. He asked me for my name, and I spell it out, M-I-N-N-I-E, and I sing M-O-U-S-E, <laughs> and he repeats he repeats many mouths back to me and asks me for my address. I tell him 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C., and he gets all serious, starts calling me all these terrible names, oh. and I'm cracking up laughing because... Obviously, I knew it was a scam from the get-go, and he just keeps telling me how, you know, all these bad words and whatnot, and I I say, well, it sucks when you get scammed. A scammer just got scammed, and I start taunting him. Hey, good for you. I'd be scared to go that far. Me yeah. too. I mean, I, like, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Good for you. Minnie Mouse, all But when you start going, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Do more. I dare you. Uh-huh. I'm like, I, I ain't doing that part of it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I saw, and by the way... I think maybe uh, Ruby's calling because I got hit up someone with a blue check mark going, hey, you have a uh, picture, a copyright infringement, and you need to rep- click this link, and you put in your name and your password, and then we will get back to you or we're taking your account down in 24 hours. Had a blue check mark. And so I clicked the link, and I put in my username, and I was like, wait a minute. I don't, I don't trust anything where I have to put in my password. And then I started messaging back and forth with them, and I said, oh, I know Zuckerberg. He'll, I'm sure he'll get to me. And the guy started talking back to me, and I was like, oh, this is a scam. But they had t- taken, they had hacked into somebody else's account that had a blue check mark, changed everything about it to look like a fake, and then they tried to steal other ones real quick. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. And so, I mean, the page, the page is still up. And now they're posing as some sort of like boy band or something, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. And so, they had a blue check mark and I almost fell for it. And so I was telling Morgan this. She's our head of digital. And she's like, hey, no one's going to ask you for your password on the app. It will only be. They'll only email you if something goes wrong. They'll email you to the email that's on your Instagram account. But even then, I'm scared to click on something. I know. I, well, I, I'm that, scared of everything. That's where you watch that the, the email address is correct. There's no misspelled errors in the email address line. Like it will officially say Instagram and there won't be any spelling errors. 
Yeah, but I, I could send an email scam to somebody with no spelling errors. Right, I just right. hit spell check. All well, right, let's scam them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, I almost fell for it. Like the, just, It's getting harder and harder. I was watching a clip on TikTok where a woman, she gets called, and it's a scammer, and she has her phone on. She's like, hey, yeah, and she's talking. And then she goes, okay, three. She turns on her news voice, two, one. She goes, okay, I'm here now with somebody who's trying to scam me. Um, Sir, what's your name? I'm here with the FBI in the same call. And he goes, oh, crap, and hangs up. Whoa. It's a pretty good little TikTok. <laughs> but it's nonstop. People trying to sell me warranties. And I only probably buy a half of them because some of the warranties aren't good deals. Yeah. But some of them that I get. <laughs> you only want the good deal. Hey, that's it. Ruby, good for you for being what? on the lookout. And if an artist hits you up and is like, hey, you're one of my fans, and they don't have a blue check mark, like, don't trust them. Mm-hmm. And I would just go to the page, even if they have a blue check mark, and make sure there are posts for a while. Like Keith Urban, for the most part, doesn't need your money. Right. Well, last night do. Keith Urban official hit me, and I and he needed some, so I gave him. Oh, some. oh well, good, good. It was Keith Urban official without a blue check mark. <laughs> hey, Ruby, hope you have a great day. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Bye. Good luck, everybody. Bye. Hey, another little tip we can tell you is that you should watch Ted Lasso season two because Mike D told me that it is a hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes because they, there are fifteen v- reviews now. It comes out next week. When? Friday. Fr- oh, it comes out Friday. What? Ted Lasso Already? season two does. Yeah. Yes. Next Friday. So the first reviews are in for Ted Lasso Season 2. It's fresh with 100% with 15 reviews. Friday, July 23rd. And these are critics that watch this? Yeah, because we can't see it yet. But Ted Lasso is the greatest show of the past five years, I think. And so excited it's coming out. Man, when you make a show that good, though, is it going to be like... I know it's tough to live up to, but it's a great problem to have. Yeah, I think it still has room to be amazing. Can't wait. It's good. Oh, man. It's hard. When you recommend it to someone, you have to be like... You have to watch the first two episodes. Because mm-hmm. the first episode, you're kind of like, I don't know what's happening. It seems kind of dopey. But then after the second episode, you're like, oh, I need to watch another one. Then you're in. Yeah. yeah. So, and then you cry and you're like, what the? It's on Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been laughing. What's happening? While on vacation in Florida, Lunchbox walked a beach to see if strangers would put sunscreen on his back. What were you wearing while you did this? Ah, uh, just swim trunks and nothing else. That's it. <laughs> Shirtless, sweaty, sandy. And Harry. Hey. And oh, so you and just Harry. walked up to people and said, hey, you, did you have your own sunscreen? Yes. I had my sunscreen. I said, hey, you know, I think I'm getting a little red on my back. You know, I can't really reach it. And I'm by myself. Can you help me by rubbing some sunscreen on me? Random people, too. Random people oh, under man. their tents with their families, <laughs> just trying to enjoy a day at the beach. Amy, I have five clips. How many do you think said yes? <laughs> None. Oh, wow. I believe in people. I'm going to uh. go two. Okay, I believe in people to do nice things, but that does not mean you have to rub lotion on a stranger. Okay, we have five clips. Eddie, you want to know this? Yes, of course. I think out of the five, one, and it's probably maybe his wife. Is your wife part of this? No, it's all yeah. strangers. That, that doesn't work, Do you Eddie. not understand okay. the... Yeah, but I feel like you're going to trick us on that. All right, give me one. I okay. still believe one will do it. Raymundo, hit me with clip number one. Could you rub some sunscreen on my shoulders? I feel like I'm getting a little red. Woo! Doesn't take long out here. No, it doesn't. I'm at the beach by myself, and I can't reach the back of my shoulder, so if you could just rub some in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That feels good. Because, mm. man, this sun is hot. Yes, it is. Woo! Thank you so much. You're not from here, then, obviously. No, I'm not from here. Thank you, my man. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Okay. You're chill- okay. Ch- chilling? Yeah. Like a 65-year-old man just hanging out. And you went, mm. Yeah. Like it feels good. Go, yeah. go a little lower. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's clip two. Could you rub some sunscreen on my lower back? Oh, back from? oh my God, I feel like I'm getting burned, man. No, I get it. I get it. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Hiroshima back. I got all kinds of moles too. I understand the pain. Wow. Woo, man. That's what I'm talking about. You guys are the real, real dudes out here. You know what I'm saying? Thank you very much. I got all kinds of moles too. I understand. I have moles too, but yeah, he doesn't have to call my moles. That's kind of rude. You said they were real dudes. Yeah, the real dudes out there. Yeah, <laughs> real dudes. They, I mean, they had stogies. They were drinking beer, and I thought there was no way they're gonna rub sunscreen on my back. Man, dude popped up right up, put his beer down, kept the stogie in his mouth, and rubbed all over me. <laughs> Are you only going to older men? No, these guys were in their thirties. Oh, they were. Yeah. So really? younger men too. Yeah. Just here's clip. Excuse me, ma'am. I don't mean to interrupt your book time on the beach, but I was wondering, I think I'm getting a little red on my back, and I was wondering if you could rub some of this sunscreen on me. Oh, I'm good. Thank you. No, no, no. Like, I just don't want to get sunburned. Like, I just need a little rub on my, like, lower back. somebody else, okay? Oh. Thank you. All uh, right. You sure you don't want to? I'm good. Thanks. They're reading Nicholas Sparks and oh. some guy. Yeah. <laughs> good for her boundaries. She's got good boundaries. So far, with two are in. Uh, here's the next one. I saw you rubbing sunscreen on her. Can you get something on my back? No, I'm sorry. No? I'm sorry. Oh, I just saw you rubbing sun, so I thought maybe you could help, help me out. Get your wife to do that for you. I don't have a wife. That's the problem. Oh, man. All right, I guess I'll just get sunburned. I thought you were doing it for everybody, but... This time of the day, you don't have to worry about it. Okay, all right, thank you. <laughs> he tells me the sun's not bad that time of the day. You don't have to worry about it. Ha! Two for four. We're down to the last one. Do they rub some sunscreen on Lunchbox's back? Here we go. Do you think I can get some sunscreen on my back? Okay. All right. All right. Thank you there so you much. Go. High five. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. You were so nice. I'll tell you what. You're like a he American hero. Three people did it out of five. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Good for people. Yeah. I'm shocked. Me too. Were you shocked? I was shocked. And I'm shocked that two dudes did it. I thought dudes would be like, no chance. Especially the bros with stogies and beers. Like, there ain't no chance. I'm... But they were, hey, yeah, no problem, They were the man. dudes of dudes, though. They were the that? dudes of yeah, dudes. They were dudes, yeah. I mean, he was, from one bully guy to another, he was like, I got you. I mean, look at us. If anything, this is like a picture that we're back. Like, last summer, you couldn't find anybody oh. touching anybody. And now it's like, oh, sure, I'll rub lotion all over you, stranger. To be fair, Florida never stopped rubbing lotion. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. True. Eddie Everybody here went to Florida got COVID. <laughs> got uh, it. So they... Uh, nice job. Lunchbox three out of five. I think this is a lot about America. Wow. Yeah. Nice job. Here's a voicemail from Shailena in New York. I used to live in Oklahoma because my husband is in the military. I've seen you guys there a couple times in Oklahoma City. And then when I was listening and heard you guys were coming to Syracuse, I was over the moon. So already yesterday, I put in for the day off because we'll be my son's 13th birthday on the 21st so what a good birthday present to get to go see you guys again i'm so excited thank you very much that's eddie and i the raging idiots we are playing in syracuse on the 20th and she's doing it right calling sick now what i didn't know Colin, no took, she no, took no. a day oh, off yeah, no, her day throat's off. gonna be hurting on the 20th. <clears throat> i'm sure she has a vacation day august 20th we'll be in syracuse but that's a friday yes at 2 p.m we're headlining the state fair that day would love for you guys to come if you're up there. I I, I didn't realize it was the middle of work day. Yeah, yeah. but it's Friday. But it, but I did see it was National Sore Throat Day too. Oh, okay. <laughs> good. Little something I read. I <laughs> uh, would love to see you guys uh, come out to the fair. You get in with fair admission. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So jewelry made out of human teeth is now something mm. that you can get and what, at a gravesite. Well, it's jewelry that you make out of your loved one's teeth after they pass away. Oh, no. I thought you were going to say baby teeth, and I was kind of going to be on board. But I don't know about 
dead people's teeth. Yeah, they do everything from necklaces to earrings, rings. I mean, they'll Oof. do any of the teeth, full molars. You want it in jewelry, they'll do it for you. Prices you range. Can you put them in your mouth? <laughs> I could you remove them? <laughs> Depending on what you get get done, it's Man. like either hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars. They, Bobby, they can do kids' baby teeth, but I think this is mostly, like even for loved ones that have passed, like, I mean, my dad passed away about three months ago and it reminded me of the process of like when they check him in and they're, gonna we got him cremated because that's what he wanted but like before it happened they're like oh we can do a thumbprint and make a necklace for you i'm Mm -hmm. like i'm good (laughs) a lot of that stuff's weird same with my mom they were Mm -hmm. like do you want i was like i no like i I don't i don't like this it seems dark i don't like the teeth thing i just tell for me i don't love the teeth thing it feels weird yeah but for others it might be a good way to keep their loved one close unless it was like paul wall and it was gold teeth and then i would take those a grill yeah that'd be cool yeah yeah all right what else so I got a couple things from TikTok. First of all, would you try the Snickle? Have you heard of that? Hmm. I don't know what it is, but it sounds appealing. <laughs> okay. Well, you get a big pickle and you cut it in half and then you scoop out the inside or just like the outside of the pickle and then you stuff a Snickers inside and you eat it. Nice. So it's a Snickers and a pickle and it's a Snickle. I like both of those together. Not sure. But I think TikTok, these people just grab two food out of them and <laughs> slam them together. And they're I like, agree. let's see if and this gets views. <laughs> and this one doesn't have anything to do with food, but this uh, one TikToker was showing you that if you have an extra bag and you're traveling, you don't want to pay the fee or actually you can't even take multiple bags as a carry-on. She oh, put you put it, it like your pregnant belly. She put it in her stomach yeah. and acted as though she was pregnant. And she like was it looked so good that she got to pre-board as a pregnant person. And huh. with the bag. And by the way, if they want to check it, you'd be like, you want to touch me? Yeah. Is that what you want to do? You want to see if I'm pregnant? Is that really? Of course they're not going to want to do that. So that's what you're going to do? I don't yeah. think it's going to work for you. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to do it like butt, butt and belly. I'm going to be like, I got the Brazilian butt left like the Kardashians. What are you trying to do? You want to touch it? I'm all, I got humps. Every, I'm a camel. I'm a camel with a belly and a butt. I got nine bags. All right, what else? Okay, so we love seeing Garth Brooks in concert so much. And I thought it was cool that his set list was released from Vegas. And he did a lot of cover songs, but the first five that he hits you with are All Day Long, Rodeo. All Day Long. What's the last, the last number one? Right? Oh, bleh. I'd be Let's like, play that. <laughs> that's I was like, I'd be like, huh? Hold on. Rodeo. Wait, what about All Day Long? Oh, I thought we'd skip that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you gotta do the set list. You gotta do the set list. All Day Long's first. What else? Then you got Rodeo. Okay. Then two of a kind yeah. working on a All full house. Great. Yeah. The Beaches of Cheyenne. I like that one. And? And then he gets you going with two pina coladas. Love it. I would put that new one like fourth or fifth, though. Yeah. Hide it in there somewhere. Because everybody's like, here he is, Garth Brooks. This is one I all- <laughs> It's good, though. Yeah, it's good, but still, I don't know it. He even covered uh, George Strait, Amarillo by Morning in the Encore. And in the Encore, there's like... 12 songs, and that's him coming back that's on a stage. Show. Yeah, that's a second show. <laughs> All right, there you go. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Come on, so bear with me. This is a bad story that turned good, but this woman was scammed out of $63,000. It's a real estate scam. So she was buying a house, and the $63,000 was for the down payment. She got an email from what looked like the company she had been working with to wire the money to. So she clicked on it, did everything. Well, it was a 
fraudulent email. So like scammers targeted her specifically acting like her people and she sent them the money. She reported them to the police. They were able to recover about 30,000 of the 63, but then word got out, news spread and strangers started crowdfunding and they got her over $30,000 from their crowdfunding. So now she has her money back. Man, sometimes those links though, they are too good. Oh, too good. Yeah, it's crazy. And sometimes I get a real link and because the bad ones are too good, I don't even click the real ones. And I'm like, I don't know if I should click yeah, that. I don't trust it. I don't know if I should go and click that. Because I did buy something at Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, and it tells me the exact, the white hat you bought from Amazon for 20. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't trust it. I like sk- like uh, squint to find like any typos or weird words be- or like Instagram <laughs> instead of like, because like I got one from Instagram and Facebook saying that. Uh, my account, like I needed to change my password, but it wasn't my account. It was like at Christine 10432, but it was associated with my email address. So then I thought, is this is this a way of like just getting me to click in and log in and change my password and like try to not associate myself with that weird handle? I didn't fall for it. Well, good for you. <laughs> yeah. You showed them. I know, but like, right. I, I bet they were in, in some there, African country going, dang it. Yeah, you got us. But there was no, what I'm saying is there was no, I don't know, maybe that person just Somewhere accidentally in Turkey, they were upset. typed in my email address. But we there was can't no get this girl. There was no typos, no nothing. You know how sometimes you can at least find something yeah, wrong? Yeah, in Russia right now, you got four guys going, we got not to get that, Amy. They're hovering around a computer. Yeah, they're not going to get me because I fell for it once on PayPal. And they hacked my credit card. All right, well, that's a good story, though, yeah. the first part. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, let's play a voicemail from last night that is very morning corny related. Good morning, studio. I have a morning corny for you. When you die, what part of your body dies last? Your pupils, because they dilate. <laughs> no, dilate. Dilate. Funny. Okay. Uh, and here's another one. Hi, Bobby Bones. I wanted to turn into a joke for the morning corny. My joke is, what do you call a caveman's fart? A blast from the past. Goodbye. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. (laughs) So cute. Also, the fact that she was like seven. Yeah. I love that. Makes it even funnier. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go over to Amy. The morning corny. Why are peppers the best at archery? Why are peppers the best at archery? Because they have an arrow. They're habanero. 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 The peppers. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Because they have an arrow. Habanero. Got it. Written out, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, and sometimes that's the problem. I'm looking at it, so that's why I laugh, and then I say it out loud, and I'm like, well, that didn't hit quite like I wanted it to. Right. <laughs> hey, so what happened on the show a couple days ago is Amy had a flight, and it popped up in her calendar. I was like, hey, you booked a flight to fly from L.A. to Nashville. And yeah. You've used your points. And Amy's like, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, is somebody stealing your identity? So you called the actual airline. Yes. What happened? Okay, so finally got in touch with them, and they said, this is so bizarre. They've never seen anything like this. They didn't even really have an explanation for me. But guess what? I got points for them spending their money using my AA rewards number. So that part's cool. Do you think someone stole your identity and needed to fly here, and so they did? Yeah, I mean, honestly, she was like, I have never seen this before, and I'm so perplexed. They're like, it's virtually impossible for something like this to happen. So then I'm like, well, I mean, we kind of had to leave it at that, but I don't know if I want to go one step further. Like, I have no idea if it was just like a fluke and like somehow something got matched up and maybe we have the same name. 
And the, Ooh, somebody with the same name. You do have a very common name, Amy Brown. Yeah, or I thought was someone trying to use my name and my AA number to use my points to pay for their flight, but they used their own credit card. It was an American Express. Like, can, I not, can you look at the credit card and see whose it was? I mean, I don't know that she, could, she couldn't do that for me at the time. She didn't offer. She just said that this was weird and that it was paid for with an Amex. I don't know what last four digits she had, whatever, but I didn't do it. But it's on my account, and I got the points. My theory is someone needed to fly here, and they got on the, the dark web. What? Oh. But why is my info and my rewards number on the dark web? Everything's on the dark web. Okay. You want to pay money for it? You get it. Mike D is our dark web expert. Mm-hmm. Mike D, you've, you've sniffed around with the dark web. I've looked at screenshots of the dark yeah, web. Never been on I it myself. I don't know about that. But um, So what do you think happened here? Yeah, I mean, you can find information on there. You can get pin numbers. You can get probably rewards numbers. Did it somewhat? I think they needed to get here. They probably were on a no-fly list or they're a terrorist. And they used my name to get from LAX to B&A? And they probably had a credit card. Name starts with an A. could be at the top of a list alphabetically. Mm -hmm. And you know what? They have that cat, too, they never gave you. Oh, wow. It's all connected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty bizarre. And they're a reputable parrot dealer. (laughs) It is bizarre, but you don't know what happened. That's a, Are you done with the case? case I, I'm done because I don't even want to know. Like, if uh, I don't want to find now. out. Because then, then, what, then now am I an accomplice in some way if I start to figure an out accomplice. who this person you didn't, is? You don't, you don't become an accomplice for trying to solve a crime. Yeah, but I'm already heavily tied to it. I don't know. It, the whole thing just creeps me out. There's been a couple things the last few months that just creep me out. And I'm like, why does this keep happening to me? The one thing that happened to Amy that we had, we're not allowed to talk about on the air yet, that we'll talk about in like six months. Oh, yeah. I still don't know about this. You guys, yeah. your minds are going to be oh, like what? this. Your mind's going to go, poof. And then you're going to go, oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Then. You really will. The, and like maybe really? one day I'll have more of an update to this crazy American Airlines story. But at this point. The representative helping me was just perplexed. Taylor Swift has been voted Pennsylvania's top music star. So each state apparently has someone that's a top music star. California has the Beach Boys. Connecticut has John Mayer. Hawaii has Bruno Mars. hmm. Maryland, Tony Braxton. How about Minnesota? Prince. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Boom. How about Nevada? Uh, that guy, Newton. Wayne Newton. I don't think he's from there, though. He oh, there, like? The Killers. Oh, oh yeah, oh. Vegas. The Killers. New York. Sinatra. Think about this. No. Jay-Z. Loss. New York is interesting. Oh. And I wonder if they have to be alive. Prince is not alive. True, true. Because this person's alive in New York. Okay. Jenny from the block. No, Jennifer Lopez. Is she from New York? Yeah, man. The Bronx. Bronx. Southside Bronx. Okay. Yeah. No, not her. This person is very New York <laughs> and Italian. The and boss. No. Oh, he's, oh. From he's from New Jersey. He's from Jersey. Oh, so and sing songs about Fly me t- to the moon. I like that, Amy Gacol. <laughs> Sinatra? Billy Joel. Ah, oh, uh, Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. And oh. Tennessee. And then we'll do ours. Tennessee. Oh, Justin Timberlake. No. Wow. no, no. Tennessee's uh, an easy Elvis? one you're missing. Dolly Elv- Parton. Dolly Parton. Elvis oh. from Mississippi. Isn't that Tennessee, though? No. Oh. <laughs> Get her out of here. Memphis, Get her Tennessee. Out of here. <laughs> no, Mississippi. Oh, I thought you said Memphis. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Okay, Memphis, okay, Tennessee. Okay. I was like, hey, listen. I'm not Mississippi, that bad at geography. Tennessee. You were like, <laughs> but Mississippi, that's Tennessee, right? <laughs> oh. Oh, she, she was like, oh, shh. Kansas State was about to take No, no, I thought you said Memphis, no. I swear. Yeah, the president of Kansas State's on the phone. <laughs> um, around the room, the biggest in your state, I will go first, being from Arkansas, born and raised. 
Uh, here is... I fell into yeah. a burning If I were to give it away, it would be Johnny Cash. And I don't really think there's... I mean, there are... A f- like, a Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn was born in Arkansas, but he kind of claims Oklahoma, Texas, all of that. But still, that's not Johnny Cash, you know? So I'm going Arkansas, Johnny Cash. We've got three Texans... Like, in the room. Amy, who would you put? Yeah, born and raised Austin, Texas, and I got to go with my boy, George Strait. Did you guys do George Strait? No. no. Oh. Eddie. Look, I thought about doing George Strait, but come on. Back in the 60s, this guy lived in Nashville. He dominated Nashville, but he said, you know what? I'm going to braid my hair, and I'm going to move to Texas, and Texas is going to be my home state, and Willie Nelson is the guy from Texas. Oh. Just can't wait to get on. Where was Willie born? Who knows? Well, that to me, that's a big part of it. Mississippi, yeah, like Tennessee, George, was, Abbott, you Texas. Have to be. Okay, no, Abbott, there, Texas. there you go. So I moved back to Texas. But back. I mean, you think Texas? You think Willie? I agree, completely yeah. agree. And I think Willie is as equal to George in that. Uh, lunchbox. Oh, when you think of Texas, this girl jams Beyonce. I mean, she is massive. More, more than George Strait? Yeah, I think so. Huh. Okay. That's like, I opinion. like George Strait, but Beyonce, to me, just screams Texas. BK that, is from Texas. That's yes. an opinion. Houston, right? Yeah, that's an opinion. Yeah, yeah H-Town. That's an opinion. Um, <laughs> Raymundo, you represent? Michigan. And the artist is? Eminem, he's 8 Mile Detroit. Oh, yeah. From Michigan, though, you guys have uh, Bob Seger. Oh, wow. Kid Rock. I thought he was going to go Kid. I did, too. Motown, but I wonder how many of those guys are from. Mm-hmm. Because if some of the Motown guys are, I think you got like some of the big ones. Motown. 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 It's not a guy. It's not Jim Motown. No, it's a whole <laughs> like label. No, but I'm thinking that song, Motown Philly, back, back again. Like Marvin Gaye, not from. I don't think from Michigan, but like Marvin Gaye, Diana, Diana Ross, Smokey Robinson, Stevie Spring, Wonder, Stevie Wonder, all those guys yeah. are Motown artists. Okay. Um, so Eminem. Yep. Okay, Morgan. What do you have? Okay, from Kansas. <laughs> I struggled with this because there's kind of two really big ones. Martina McBride is one of them. Mm-hmm. She's from Sharon, Kansas. But then there's a whole band that's literally named after the state, and they're from Topeka, Kansas, and they're called Kansas. I'd still go Martina. Really? Over yeah. the band Kansas. Same. Man, but they named their band Kansas. Well, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> oh, it doesn't? I mean, <laughs> oh, that was all commitment right there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I went with Martina McBride mostly because I knew all of her songs. I only know a few Kansas songs. Melissa Etheridge is from Kansas. Does that matter to anybody? Uh, mm-hmm. She sings no. what? Come to my window. I'll be home soon. I'll be home. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. <laughs> yeah. Um, can, other Kansas musicians. Steve Walsh. Oh. I don't know who that is. I don't either. Janelle Monet Who's Steve Monet Walsh? Is Not Joe there. Walsh. Who's Steve, Steve Walsh? Walsh? Who's that? His cousin. <laughs> <laughs> huh. You know who Janelle Monet is? Of course I do. Yeah, she's from yeah. Kansas City. That yeah. was one. Okay. She's a little model girl. No, John Monet. John Monet Ramsey. You're John. Eddie, what? My bad. Oh, my, <laughs> bad. my bad. That's Colorado. Eddie. Uh, bleep that. <laughs> I don't even like hearing you say little model girl. Well, she was, right? When you said like John a- Benet Ramsey. Okay. She's a pageant, okay. Move on. There's always, there's always a mood killer Move in the room. <laughs> and now Scuba Steve didn't get to do his wah, wah. from Florida because you, no, you, you we can change Janelle the- Monet, the great singer, to John Benet Ramsey. No, we can change the mood back by letting Steve go. Good point. Yeah. Will you look up Steve Walsh, by the way? <laughs> to find out who that is. <laughs> 
I want to hear who's from Florida. Uh, Scuba Steve, please take us out on a high note. You're from Florida. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of talented shoes from Florida. 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 I thought about that, but in a similar vibe, I'm going with Kodak Black. What? Papano Beach. I thought you were going to do Mr. 305. Wait, there are real people from Florida. <laughs> yes. No. Jimmy Buffett. Is this like you have to live there to get it? Yeah, this is like the vibe of Florida but, but for the last this is several the, years. The, most of, of all time. <laughs> I mean, of all time, Tom Petty for sure. Yeah, well, Tom Petty. That's what you're supposed to pick. Of but all time. I picked Johnny Cash. He's not playing Friday Night at the Amphitheater. <laughs> he's all time. He's dead. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, all right. Tom Petty, Gloria oh. Stefan, oh, wow. Jim Morrison from what? the Doors. Ray Charles. Oh. Leonard Skinner. Scuba goes Kodak Black. I don't huh. even know who that that's is. That's my world. Flow right up. Flow <laughs> right up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Morgan number two has a list of film franchises, and the game is, are they... Overrated or underrated? Okay. So, they did not live up to the hype, basically. Got it. All right, how many do you have here? I have a, I have a few. You just tell me when you're ready for me to stop, because okay. there's so many. Go ahead. We're going to start with Star Wars franchise. Okay. One, two, three. Overrated. Underrated. Who said over? I me. did. Me and you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so oh. you all haven't watched them, right? Well, I, I tried. Have, so. What do you mean? You stop it. You haven't tried. Yeah, I watched I've like tried. 45 minutes of the first one. It was in the 70s. And I was like, I can't hide it. Same. Right, so guys, that was in the 70s. You got to give it some grace. No. I don't have time for that. So who said overrated? You Over. Oh, three of us said overrated. Yeah, three. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else, Morgan? The James Bond franchise. Eh? And we have to pick over or under. Oh, I yeah. can't pick like... Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that them. would be over. Okay, I mean, but I don't mind them. But yeah, it's I guess over so. or under. Over. Under. Over. I go under too. Really? I always watch when I do watch and go. What? Well, didn't expect it to be that good. Really? I never go into it going like I can't wait for the new Bond. But did you go back to way back in the beginning to the big? The early yeah. Bonds? Did you watch like? Uh... No, because no one was telling me I had to because they were so good. I didn't go watch Octa. That's what? Well, that's the one I was going to say, what? but I didn't. But I'm what? glad you did. That's is the that name the of name it. Yes, it is. Look it up. <laughs> what? And for some reason, why? that's the one that came to my mind, too, Bones. I'm like, there's why? so many. There's like 20 why? of them. Is it, are you, why is it not just octopus? <laughs> Watch the movie. I guess you'll find out. Why? I don't want to. <laughs> I think it's about a cat. Yes, and an octopus. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mike, will you figure out why it's named that? I do like the Daniel Craig ones. That one's from 1983. That's what it's called. Yeah, we'll get an update from Movie Mike about why it's actually called that. And if we don't like that I said that, it's after a character. Here, come to the microphone. And the character is what? A <laughs> Buzz, you knew that. You knew that. Why is he named that? Hey, hey it's underrated just based on that. It's a she. It's a, Okay. Okay, even worse. All right. Huh. All right. <laughs> okay. Next up. The Fast and Furious franchise. Ooh. Hey, pardon me for a second while I scream <laughs> overrated at the top of my lungs. Um, I'll tell you, the first ones were pretty good. I liked the first two or three. I saw them. Yes. But then I didn't watch four through nine, and they're, we watched nine, and it was the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it was the worst movie I've ever seen. It's That's not true. That I said all the way through, yes, it's the worst. I think it's that's really bad. Of, it's so bad. I would have walked out of the theater. It's the worst movie I have ever set all the way through. Were we watching the same movie yes. together, guys? Amy, yes. did you see when he shot a bridge out and used the rope to slingshot himself across the canyon? The car. The did. car. Yeah. And then not one dent on the car. I mean, it was so <laughs> stupid. The wooden bridge is falling down, and the tank is able to keep driving up mm-hmm. it. Like, it was so dumb. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Okay. Um, okay, over, under? I mean... Say it in a bit. Yeah, okay, there you go. I'm a fan. Be true to who you are. I am. I'm not going to abandon. Overrated. Overrated, 100%. Okay. okay. Uh, Morgan? 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Love it. Underrated. Under. What is that? All the Marvels? Marvel movies. Yeah. yeah. They're amazing. Oh, underrated. They're so good. Overrated. Yeah. I, I just can't get into them all. Have, have you watched <laughs> Iron Man? I've watched, I like Iron Man, but I watched a few of them and I'm just like, maybe I need to watch them in order, but it's just like, that would be a thing, yeah. I yeah. Don't a lot, some, sometimes, yes. What but about? Iron Man is so good. But there have been some bad ones. The occasional one that I was like, eh, not for me. Like I, one of the Captain Americas, I didn't think was that good. The first one, I thought it was fine. But most of them, I'm the Avengers rock. The Avengers yeah, are really good. Yeah, those are the best. And I love when, like, Loki. Have you want more? You watch that? Oh, yeah. Loki's Loki. great. WandaVision's great. Like, for the most part, all of that, I'm, in, I'm into and interested in. Give me another one. The Rocky franchise. Oh, under. 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 Quite possibly the greatest American so, so, so good. boxing story with Sylvester Stallone in it ever made. And timeless, in my opinion. Yeah, she can it's watch timeless. it now, and it's, it's still good. the only one ever made with Sylvester Stallone. Well, oh. I don't know. I've no, only there's Creed seen... 2 now, part of it. But that's, that's part, part of it. The that's Rocky part of the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amy? I guess I've seen that, but the ones with self, the older ones, I've only seen Rocky 4. Ooh, oh, that's, gotta... a good, that's the one that's seen. I know, now. and that's because... Coming to America. <laughs> James Brown. Yeah. yeah. You made me do it for homework. And it was great, wasn't it? It was good, yeah. All right, let's roll through the other ones. Go ahead. Toy Story franchise. Loved it and didn't expect to. Under. 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 Over. Oh, hater. Next. <laughs> the DC Universe. So that's Batman. Over. Not over. The, I think the the Dark Knights ones, the Dark Dark Knights. Those were good. Those Batman's. were good. But overall, they're not they're not good. That Superman's aren't good. Suicide Squad was fine. Um The Joker was good, but as a as a whole, no. It doesn't hold up to Marvel. Under. Yeah, over. 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 Yeah. And? The Harry Potter franchise. Over. I, I just don't read or watch Harry Potter, so I'm going to go over, but only because I, I haven't given it enough time. Under, I judged it for a long time, but watched them all with my kids. They're good. Yeah, one more. One more. The Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. They're fine. Yeah, those are good. For me, they're fine, so I'm going to say overrated. Underrated for me, for sure. Overrated. Never seen Overrated. Them. Never seen them. <laughs> it's tough. I know. It's tough. I never seen Harry Potter. I didn't want to just scream overrated because I, I, didn't, I didn't give it a fair shake. All right, Morgan, thank you for that. Yeah. All right. How do we feel about the James Bond movie? Great. Which one? Octop- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. This dude, Alex, was working at the Goodwill when he was going through a donation box and he noticed some video games had been donated. And he was like, wow, my dad's a gamer. That looks like a very rare Atari game. So he pulls it out and he takes it to the manager and goes, man, I think we got something special here. And it was the game Air Raid. And there's only 13 known copies in the world. And so Goodwill put it up for auction and they made over $10,000. Oh, Goodwill kept it. Oh. Goodwill kept it. He didn't and, even take it with him. To buy no, he it. didn't. No, he didn't steal it or anything. No, no, but even pay a quarter for it or a dollar. <laughs> no, he was just he was working the donation like he yeah. was the one intaking everything. And he said, "Hey guys, I think we got something special." And they raised over ten thousand dollars for uh, Goodwill. He just didn't buy it himself. I mean, because that's not stealing it. You're just paying money for like wait for him to put it out and then go buy it. Yeah, he should have marked it a quarter, bought it, and then. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think no, that's oh. not where we were going. But um, yeah, good for him. That's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's up, friends? Call us if you'd like. 877-BOBBY. B-O-B-B-Y. 877-BOBBY. Thank you. Let's go over and catch up on the big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. I was talking recently about how I thought a food delivery driver had eaten some of my food. And now I just, I guess I kind of expect it. I don't like that I expect it, but if there's anything open, I just... I think about me. 
Would I occasionally have a fry? I would like to say I wouldn't. But you probably would. But huh? earlier in my life, when I was struggling, maybe I'd have dropped a couple in the seat and then eaten them. And been <laughs> like, well, what am I going to throw them away? You know, mm-hmm. something like that. Or whoops, he accidentally touched that one. <laughs> so, he pulled up to my house, he acted like he was chewing something. Do you guys remember me telling you the story? Yes. And I was like, I know he's eating my food. And so, but here's another situation that I saw on TikTok. A woman on TikTok is accusing a DoorDash delivery driver of stealing her Doritos Locos taco. Oh. Her evidence is a picture of the driver's fingers with Doritos dust all over them. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Here she is explaining the whole situation. Okay, so I ordered Taco Bell today. I go outside and the bag is ripped open. I divvy out all the food to the family. And I go to grab my food, and this was missing. My Doritos Locos Taco. Not really going to worry about it. Well, just get it. go ahead and get me a little refund. Call it a day. And then I get this picture from my dasher. Tell me that ain't Dorito dust on this woman's fingers. Tell me, y'all. Tell me this woman didn't eat my taco now. Because they take a picture of it to prove it was delivered. <laughs> oh, but okay, in the picture, yeah. you see her finger. And on the tip of the pointer finger... And the main picture is of the, the welcome mat with the food on it. But she left little, her little Doritos Locos <laughs> finger right up in the... That's funny. Hilarious. That's story number one. A woman and her male accomplice were recently detained by police after she rented her ex-boyfriend's car. And I think my rented... I don't know if that bar... I don't know why you, how you can rent a car. Toro. Yeah, but... In this story, it's Toro? I don't know, but that's how you would do it. He probably listed on Toro. She goes on and rents it. Well, then she ran dozens of red lights on purpose over a period of two days (laughs) to get it all kinds of tickets. And speeding tickets, too. Yeah, it's a bizarre case in which a woman attempted to exact revenge on her ex-partner for leaving her for another woman by using his own car to get him in trouble with the law. Mm -hmm. She convinced another man to rent that car via... A renting app. It could have been that renting app. It could have yeah. been. Yeah. And then use the vehicle to run 49 red lights and break other <laughs> wow. traffic rules. Crazy. It's creative. No. That is creative. Psycho. You know? Sure. But the old-fashioned key and the slash in the tires, that's not what she did. She went beyond. This is wild. As someone who has experienced psycho ex-girlfriends, oh. <laughs> I will say that this is this is like pretty well thought out here. Mm. Right? Uh, terrible. <laughs> Terrible, and they should get in trouble, and their names should be plastered out there. And but as someone who's not involved, hilarious. <laughs> but I read that and was like, oh, I felt that, felt that a little bit. Uh, goldfish the size of footballs take over Minnesota Lake after residents release them into the wild. Wow! And people are going, if you release a goldfish, it's going to get huge because apparently they grow to the size of their bowl, pretty much. I mean, it's not going to turn into a uh, you know a striver, right? You know, it's not going to be out there and be an albacore tuna. A shark. Yeah, but it is going to grow so much that it's going to be wild. Officials of a Minnesota city are saying, people, people who live here, don't release your goldfish into the wild. These fish can grow more than one foot long when given enough room. Officials are pulling goldfish from Keller Lake the size of a football. <laughs> I would honestly God, think it was a perch. Yeah. I think. I think if I were to grab it. And, and, and or like, you know, pull it in. We, we perch jerk a lot. I'd be like, well, that's a, it's perch jerk. We used to perch jerk. That's what you call it? Yeah, because <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. Catching perch is not really where we come from. The perch where we grew up in Arkansas are not good for eating. You don't really want to catch perch. But if they're everywhere, you can perch jerk and you can all, you can almost see the perch in the water. Oh. And they're so small, you get them jerk. Yeah, you, got you it. got them. Got it. And you can throw them. You never heard of perch jerk? No, no, no. Huh. We do it all the time. I never called it that. Well, 
and I'm looking at a picture of the guy. He's holding it. I would say it is comparable to a trout, like a normal trout, because mm-hmm. normal trout aren't huge fish. So when you do get a decent size one, size one it's awesome. It looks like a gold trout. That's but, cool. But why is it bad for the yeah, goldfish to get big? Like, <laughs> I don't think no, so. seriously. Can, like, if you catch that big of a fish, can you eat it? I don't. You no. can eat any fish. Oh. But you don't want to eat a little goldfish. It's not well, little. It's not little. It's big. I, know, I don't but, know why they're saying don't do it. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was hilarious. They grow to the size of footballs. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. I thought they just stayed small. Yeah, it's, but all, it makes me want to have a bigger tank at home <laughs> to let her get a big. Five foot goldfish. Put it in right? your bathtub. Yeah. All right, there you go. Those are your stories. Thank you very much. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. They announced the Emmy nominations yesterday, which is TV. American Idol was snubbed. Nothing? Nothing. Hmm. Not even best fifth place person on a show, which would have been me. No, it would be. Is that even a category? Uh, American Idol, uh, Bear Girls was nominated. So, okay. Yeah, I posted a little message about Bear. Um, I was not, but I don't think we're eligible because our show is not even over yet. Um, I'm assuming we'd even be at the running, but people are like, did you get nominated? Nope, we didn't. But I don't think we were eligible to be up this year. Uh, HBO and HBO Max led, but just some of the big shows that had the most. The Mandalorian had the most, 24 nominations. Didn't watch that. The Crown, I had watched past seasons, but this last season was apparently the best because it went into Princess Die stuff. Yes, yeah. it's amazing. WandaVision, Handmaid's Tale, Ted Lasso got 20, The Queen's Gambit. A lot of great shows up there, but I also like shows where I try to convince Caitlin to watch it, and she's like, this show's not good. And then it gets an Emmy nomination. I'm like, I told you, I told you. <laughs> like, The Boys on Amazon oh. is just the greatest show. It's not. It's not. Hey, Ray, I- turn her mic on. <laughs> Um, it is. <laughs> it is great. Like Bridgerton got best drama series, which I did not watch. I only watched a few of those, but. But uh, yeah, it's so it's it's a fun TV time. Mm-hmm. TV is better than the movies in our life right now. There are more great quality, substantive television shows than there are movies. It used to be like all the cool people they did movies, and the middle cool people did TV, and then the losers did radio. But now. We still do radio, but that like <laughs> changed a little bit. Mm. Like the people that are doing like the the quality drama TV shows, they're the biggest stars. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Think about the people that are doing, you know, stuff like let me read like even Ted Lasso. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis is like a full full fledged superstar now. But pretty cool. So Emmys are out. Wandavision, Loki, all those shows, fantastic. Did Loki get anything? Is it too late? Too too early. Too, too early. Too early. Yeah. Uh, speaking of awards, Eddie's letting his kids vote for the CMAs under his name. Oh, oh. awesome. Okay. Which I don't... N- I don't know that that's is that, allowed. Well, I'm there with them. It's not like I... All right, guys, there we go. Vote away and let them take over the computer. I'm there with them. They don't know how to run the thing. So so it, it's, it's tricky, though, right now because this is the first ballot. So this is the one where you nominate people. It's not even you have a list of five people to choose from. Oh, is from. that right? So it's already trouble. Like when we did uh, Song of the Year, I'm like, all right, boys, Song of the Year. They want a Chattahoochee. I'm like, no, you can't do Why not? Give it a, Chatta- give it a Grammy is what I say. <laughs> and they're like, what about that Boot Scoot and Boogie one? I'm yep, like, guys. That one needs one too. <laughs> so, But see, that's the people talking. That's what I'm thinking. Like my kids, they're the ones that listen. Yeah. And, and, and they don't care what people think about their opinions. So they're going to say what they really, really think is the best country song. So what did you end up submitting for best country song? Can I say that? I don't care what you do. They they decided on Sam Hunt, um, uh, Hard to Forget. And they deliberated for about five minutes on that. Yeah. But the two little ones won on that one. They're like, yep. 
That's the song. I can't argue that. Okay, and their ages? <laughs> a five, uh, six okay, and seven. So a six and a seven-year-old. Yeah. Well, what ages, which I think what is ages do we great. act like? Yeah, six, six and, and seven. seven. Right. I know, it's totally fine. And Eddie makes a good point that, I mean, kids are the ones, like my daughter will teach me about songs or be singing a song well before I am. And sometimes I, I, I don't like it at first, but then it grows on me. And she was ahead of the curve. Did you vote on Entertainer of the Year with the kids? Of course. Who'd they pick? Garth. But I, I think Garth's taking himself out, though, isn't he? Didn't well, he, like, forever? I don't think it matters. I mean, you hit, you write Garth in there, hit submit, and it goes through. I got another Garth shirt on today. I saw that. An old tour shirt. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, what else did they do? Uh, then they did uh, they did uh, Male Vocalist of the Year. Okay, let me guess. This one I didn't agree with, but... <sighs> Luke Combs, Stapleton. I guess Morgan Wallen can't be up, but... He can't? Uh, I don't think... I okay. don't... I think they, they eliminated him. him. Yeah. They went Kane Brown. Great. Yeah. I was like, okay, guys, there's a lot of singers out there. Like, no, we like Kane Brown. We like that guy. He's got a low voice, and they went with he him. He does have a low voice. Yeah. <laughs> the big, like, behind the scenes in country music controversy right now is that they're, that maybe you've heard Morgan Wallen's not allowed to win a CMA himself, but he's allowed if he they wrote a song and the song gets it, like, he can win it with other people because they didn't want to eliminate the other people. Oh. Right? If he's a co-writer on a song. Or he's a co-anything on a song. And so there's a group of people that are fighting to make sure he wins nothing. Even Why? if he wins that. That's what I said. I was like, guys, come on. Hey, uh, move on. Yeah. If, if, if he is going to go away, come back and go like, hey, I feel good. I, I, I made some mistakes. I made a big mistake. Let me try to move forward. He's not, he can't win a single award. It just doesn't seem like a fight that's mm. worth fighting. Not at all. And it seems exhausting. Now, if he was displaying other behavior that didn't seem like he felt like he wanted to repair anything, then okay, I guess put a little effort into that. But I mean, I just, I don't understand that at all. And for other people to be attached to him, to now be like, oh, great. Now well, <laughs> well, and I don't know if maybe, let's say he writes, Mary Had a Little Lamb, and mm-hmm. there are four writers on it. <laughs> right. And that song wins for, Mary Had a Little Lamb wins song of the year. Can the other three still win? He just not even get it as a, mm. but he should. He should get it. Right. It's work. It's what he did for work. Yeah, it's, it's, it is definitely a sensitive situation. But with me, the guy went away for a long time. He said, hey, I'm going to go and do X, Y, Z and come back and be a better person because of it. I have, I'm taking him for his word. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, the problem with, you know, living in glass houses and throwing stones is that you're going to get one back at you. And so I just let the, let the guy, if he wins a songwriter's award, he wins, yeah, let, get, give, let him have the award. And I hope, hopefully the CMA doesn't get, you know, bullied into being like, oh, we got to be. Because they already, they're already, he's already been penalized. He's been penalized. He can't win an award by himself. So, like, when is it? When is yeah. enough time? What, would we when let him watch the show? We're going to ban him from watching the show? Oh, wow. You know what? Morgan Wallen cannot watch the show this year. <laughs> Put a blindfold on him. Mm-hmm. Come on. I'm it's... a big believer in second chances. I've had a few. When I got fined a million dollars by the FCC, there's no reason I should have been back on the air, except for people said, hey, he's an idiot, but he's our idiot, and we believe in him. When Lunchbox went to jail for stuff that oh, we did. Oh, boy. Let's not talk about that. Well, we are. People believed uh-huh. in me. And they say, he's an idiot. And Lunchbox is an idiot. Yeah. But we're going to... So, let's all just hold hands, mm. the whole country music community, and, and and move on until we are told not to. If, if he comes out and does something else ridiculous... Then we have to kind of reevaluate and go, okay, well, maybe this isn't for him. Oh, yeah. And it isn't for us. That's when fool me once, shame, shame on, on you. 
Fool me twice, shame, shame on, on me. me. Yep. But if I can say something to the CMA board, <laughs> don't listen to a vocal minority. Listen to the silent majority who's going, let's just have our show. And then he won't win an award this year. He's going to be even a, he's gonna be a massive star. He's going to win every award from now on. And that's it. The end. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk, folks. <laughs> I, I forgot that was happening. It just came to my mind talking about CMAs. Okay, that's what's up. Why don't we hit this and uh, come back, and I will look at all my uh, angry emails from the industry oh, as perfect. soon as I go to break. <laughs> I'm not the industry's darling. I am not country radio's darling. I am not Music Row's darling, you know, where they make the decisions. They do not like me because I will speak out against them. I also speak for them if I feel it's appropriate. But I, they do. it is not a good relationship. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at some of those. There was a guy in Louisiana, and, and I, sometimes I read a news story, and I know the headline is to make us go, I can't believe they would do that. But sometimes I read one of those, and I go, I felt that. Like, I relate. This guy was so bored in traffic. He's sitting, and he's like, all right, I need to do something. I'm going crazy because I'm sitting here bumper-to-bumper traffic. He's so bored, he decides he's right at a bridge. He's just going to get out of his car and jump off the bridge. Right? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Not to kill himself. Oh. Just for fun. He's he's so bored. <laughs> a man who jumped from the Basin Bridge swam and wandered around before being rescued because uh, there were alligators. Hmm. Oh. What in the... Mm-hmm. He hurt himself pretty badly. You think? Mm-hmm. Uh, he jumped. He said it was a bad decision. His shoulders are sore. He's only alive thanks to faith and rescuers. Hmm. Um, here, here he is talking to KATC in Louisiana about being <laughs> in the water for more than... Now what? I'm laughing because this guy made the news uh-huh. and Lunchbox is going to hate I was it. about to get frustrated. Yeah. But. All right, here you go. Ugh. After jumping from the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge on Friday during a traffic jam, Jimmy Jennings says he was in the water for more than two hours. When I hit the water, shoulder went up and kind of hurt my shoulder, but I started swimming. I couldn't get back to the bank because the current was too was way too strong. Jennings says he was then on an island where he found a boat to take him back to civilization, but he was met by police. They all had their guns on me. They were all they they were telling me get on the ground, get on the ground, and so I got on the ground, listened to them. They put me in handcuffs. This guy basically went full Gilligan's Island in two hours. He found a boat. He's on an island. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wait, if it, I'm so, like, what did he plan on doing? He's like, bored. He didn't get anything. No. He was wanting to do anything other than sitting in traffic. So he wasn't. The, was he the driver of his yeah. car or the? Pa- okay. Yeah. He's just, so he like, just left his car there. Yeah. Why not? Okay. He thought he was just gonna jump down, get out, and get back in his car. Okay. And then that did not work out that way. <laughs> what? Mm. So uh, U.S. News and World Report had the whole story: of the best places to live in America. So they put out this this list of. Cities slash towns, we're going to know all of them. But they're like, these are the best places to live based on things like quality of life, how much money you make versus how much you have to spend versus crime versus... I just thought it was interesting. Um, Number 10, Portland, Oregon. Most of these places I've been to, and they're they're all fantastic. But uh, Portland, Oregon at 10. Sarasota, Florida at 9. I haven't been to Sarasota. Me neither. But I hear from this list. It's pretty great. (laughs) Uh, Portland, Maine. That's the state, Maine and Alaska, the two I've never been to. Naples, Florida, Colorado Springs, which is fantastic. Yes. Colorado, I love Colorado yeah, Springs. Yeah, me too. It's hard to breathe a little bit when I move around. The altitude? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What'd you, what else would you think? Well, I don't... I okay. hold my breath the whole time. <laughs> when I get there, I... <laughs> Well, I don't um, know if you went in the winter, if it's the cold or what. At number five, Austin, Texas. Woo! Yeah. Uh, number four, Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yes! Thank you for doing that for me. Anyway. Yeah, man. Number three, Huntsville, Alabama. Woo! Oh. Drive through there, but... This is like a crowd when I'm doing stand-up, and I, <laughs> I, I, I just say any town, and I'm like, yeah! <laughs> I'll, I'll rock and, it city. And I'm no. like, 
You ain't been to Milwaukee. Yeah, I've <laughs> no, been to like, Huntsville. <laughs> I've been to Huntsville. Yeah, my family's from Alabama. Uh, the Raleigh-Durham area. Yeah. 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 Lived yeah, yeah, yeah. by there. And then number one. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting Ow. more hype as it goes. Ow. Ow. Number one. I saw it on a map. <laughs> Woo, we go. Number one. <laughs> number one, Boulder, Colorado. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Best my places niece, to live. Okay. To is it, is it harder to breathe there? Yeah. Yep. Still in the altitude. So another thing I want to talk about, speaking of towns and landmarks, there, Amy mentioned yesterday that near here, when we drive home, we pass a street called Bonerwood. Yep. Bonerwood Drive. We laughed. And then it and leads then we, into Bonerwood Circle. Then we debated, is it Bonerwood or Bonerwood? And so Lunchbox, being the reporter that he is, you went out yesterday. Yeah, I went out to the street, and I was hoping I would find people walking around, you know, out in their community, but they weren't. So I had to go knock on someone's door. Oh, and no. We, oh, no. I was about this to talk about awkward. the bit. awkward. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Let me come back to that. With the, um, it it the genesis of it was Amy going. Who okay's these street names mm-hmm. to name something Boner Wood, and then it just kind of rolled out from there. You knocked on a door. I had no other way to get the the information I needed. There was no one out and about, and these people had their front door. They had a glass door and then a door behind it, and the the door behind it was open, so they had the glass door. So it looked like they were very welcoming. Uh-huh. So I parked in front of their house. And I went and knocked on the front door. That's weird. All right, here we go. Oh, it's okay, Poppers. It's okay. Hi. Excuse me. What's the name of this street? Bonerwood. <laughs> Wait, did you say Bonerwood? Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw the sign, and I was like, there's no way. Yeah. And it's really to say it again. Bonerwood. <laughs> 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 okay. It's really called Motorwood. Yep. <laughs> and we get laughed at all over the country. <laughs> See? Wow. Yeah, wow. they go. And speaking of all over the country, like, it made me start Googling different streets. And, like, yes, I, Bonerwood's bad, but some people have to live on Peckerwood. <laughs> 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 Here is you stop somebody else driving. Oh, uh, they were driving, and so I stuck my hands out my car window and oh waited for them down. Like, I, oh my goodness, they're gonna think something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, guys, do you want the information or not? That's the only way Great I job. can do it. Hard hitting reporter. All right, here we go. What's the name of this street? Bonerwood. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> say, say it again. Like you're saying Bonerwood. Bonerwood. <laughs> 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 That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Then she drove off. <laughs> I guess they're used to ah, it. You know, Scoo Steve, oh, yeah. you tried to convince us it was Bonnerwood, buddy. I, I, I thought there'd be no way that that could be the name of the street, but I'm wrong. You are. I am totally wrong. Thank you, Lunchbox. Oh. All right. Um, we'll get to Eddie's lifeguard thing later. I just, we've had so many good things <laughs> to talk about. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from New York. A 56-year-old man was busted when he went and got on a $1.2 million yacht, and he drove it from New York down to Vermont on the water. (laughs) Are keys just in those things? Mm, Good question. Is there no one? If you had a $1.2 million house, I'm assuming you just couldn't walk in and start cooking for the most part. Right. (laughs) Is there nobody working a dock? I mean, I used to work at a marina, and you couldn't just walk out on the dock and get in a boat. Those didn't have keys? They weren't in them most of the time, yeah. and if there was a fancy one, there was always a dock worker. Maybe he just acted like he knew what he was doing. Like, that this does is my always boat, work. And it does always right on. work. I've gotten backstage many yeah. times like that. What, what happened, Lunchbox? Uh, he said he was just water testing the boat. 
And so he wanted to make sure it would, you know, survive on the open water. And they didn't buy it, and he was arrested because the owner was like, no, didn't ask anybody to drive the boat. You just took it. But he must have told him that when they caught him at the end. Yeah, yeah, when they got he got arrested, he was like, what, guys? I was just water testing it, making sure, mm-hmm. it, you know, it <laughs> He's floated. the water tester. Yeah, obviously. All right, there you go. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Got a big day today. Eller, our dog, gets her stitches out of her after she's been fixed so she doesn't have to be as confined everywhere. Remember, she was in heat like crazy. Like crazy. She is wild. And bleeding everywhere. Yep, that's what in, in heat is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought in heat be like, I'd pet her and I'd be like, oh, that's hot. But no. <laughs> it means something else. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I knew what it meant. But so, but she, we got her fixed. But she just went into heat earlier than dogs normally do. Which, or we'd have already had her fixed. But she gets her stitches out today and I'm so excited because she's a runner. I can take her and run. I can't take Stanley the Bulldog because he ends up turning into like, you know, like in old prison movies where around your ankle you'd have that weight, mm-hmm. uh, the, that ball, the ball, the ball and chain. Yes, that's what he feels like sometimes when I'm trying to run. He just <laughs> flops on the ground. <laughs> but 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 gonna be a good day today. I'm gonna go work out. I work out outside now every day. Some days it's hot, some days it's not. But gonna be a good day. I, I feel it. Mm-hmm. Although Scuba Steve broke my streak today, mm-hmm. when I walk in this door, <laughs> I had no idea. When What's... I walk in this door, I have a superstition. I'm focused. I don't t- I don't say a word to anybody. From the moment that I get like to the studio here, I get all the way in my seat, I collect my thoughts, and then I talk to Ray. I have this pattern every day. Every day. Every day. And every day happens that things go right. Every day. And this morning, I walk in, and Scoop's like, hey, man, what's up? How you doing? Let's talk about today. And I'm like, no! (laughs) Why did you make your thing where you just like walk in and don't have to talk to anybody? Funny you ask. I have no idea. But it's been going so well for such a long time. Yeah. For a year. It's just, I just come in. I mean, that's good, because that's your out. I sit. I focus. We go. And today, freaking Scuba Steve wants to be Talky Talkerson. Wow. Wants to do a talk show with just him and I. Ruined everything. Ruined the whole thing. <laughs> I see it as a great day. No wonder today's show was just eh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, it was a great show. Um, Amy, what's going on with you? Yeah, I have therapy again. And then my daughter's in volleyball camp, which oh, wow. is cool. So I'll go check her out at that. And then we're doing like mother-daughter facial thing. What about you? Well, I just told you, so thank you. Uh, Morgan. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you did. Amy didn't doesn't listen to anything I say anymore. Yes, I do. <laughs> you you sidetracked and went into the story about studio. Eller stitches. Got it. All right, that's it. <laughs> Have a great day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Mr. Bobby Bones. <laughs>